Welcome to the Mother Forkin' Podcast. Mother Podcast. Where we feed you some real shit on parenting. Hello to everyone tuning in to yeah. another episode of the Mother Forking Podcast. That's right. It's It's been a little bit. Uh, Celeste and I needed to take a much needed break. We had personal things going on in our lives. And then the whole George Floyd event happened, as well as the protests, um, which has, I think, affected everyone most everyone yeah even across the world Mm -hmm. so uh, Megan and I have been doing much reflection and it's heavy it's 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 hard but these conversations need to happen and we started this podcast uh, you know essentially to just shed a light on all parenting experiences and even though this one is difficult and hard and just all around just these are the types of conversations we absolutely need to be having right now exactly should have happened a while ago um but yeah. This has brought to light a lot of the things that we need to be talking about. Yeah. So the murder of George Floyd um, has sparked up rooted issues of racism that we've had in this country. And obviously, we're not professionals on this topic, but we feel like we need to create a space to bring awareness and just emphasize the importance of ongoing injustice. Yeah, we don't. We we definitely want to emphasize that we are we are not experts in this. Uh, we are just here to share our thoughts and how we can help anyone out there who's listening to become better and do better and just get these conversations going. So uh, within these two weeks, uh, we have done deep reflection. I mean, Megan and I have been going back and forth and, you know, um, that's why we're here. So we kind of want to just open up about some things we've been reflecting on and um, it's forced us to ponder and to think about things and just redefine what we've been taught by society and in in our own personal upbringings. So uh, Megan, what are some of the things that you've been reflecting on? And and I know this is like, it's kind of hard saying certain verbiages or words, but yeah, and to to even, I mean, I still haven't collected my thoughts and made them in a, be able to come out into a straight uh, manner. (laughs) Um, but because it's been tough and I mean, yes, I'm a white person. Um, but I have just felt so angry and sad and everything is just, it's so unjust and unfair. And I can't believe that in 2020, we are still dealing with this. And right now, this stuff has been going on for hundreds of years. Racism has been going on for so long. And I think a lot of people think that, especially white people think, oh no, it's, it's over. It's, it's gotten better. It's not that bad. It's not the way things were back in even 92. I think it was when the whole Rodney King attack happened and the riots and, Martin Luther King, like there have been so many advances, but the reality is no, that it, there isn't. Maybe things are more swept under the rug or more, and I air, I'm air quoting, um, accepted, but that's not the case at all. And I hate to say this, that's the privilege that you get to, I mean, even I, I'm, you know, Latina, but still, um, I have privilege. And so those are just a privilege that it's not our everyday reality. So, um, 
it's been hard going back to seeing how we have played a role or have contributed to not bringing more awareness to this. And so, um, and I think what's affected mm -hmm. me the most out of all this is I'm a mom of two boys, two white boys. And I've heard throughout the past couple of weeks, black mothers coming forward and saying, I have to have daily, I have to have the talk with my black sons. And that talk is when you go out and you are greeted with an officer or something, someone of the law, you make eye contact, you respect them, you say, yes, sir, no, no, ma or yes, yes, sir, yes, mm -hmm. ma'am. And you make sure that your hands are visible, all this stuff. You don't run. You never turn your back on them. These are the conversations that they are having with their sons daily. And it's, and it's just, so young. Yes. And it makes me so sad because it's like I've never once had to even think of preparing my children for something like that. And that really made me very, very sad that that's their reality mm -hmm. every single day. And the thing is, too, that they're, that's their reality. If you are sick and tired as anyone, but more so as a white person hearing about these George Floyd pro protests, hearing about this stuff on your news feed, yeah, and you want to unfollow all these people. Just... But guess what? This is the stuff that black people go through on a daily basis. So you can just imagine how exhausted these people are every single day. You know, it's just, it's really opened my eyes. And again, it's unfortunate that I never thought about this prior to, but it has opened my eyes tremendously. And the things that I am doing from my end that I can do that I have control over, which is donating to these funds, mm -hmm. colorofchange.com, um, signing those petitions on that website, voting, voting getting out there and voting is definitely huge. Writing to your local offices Mm -hmm. And demanding change, demanding change with the companies that you support who don't have a diverse employee, staff. staff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nothing. Um, talking, having these uncomfortable conversations with your friends, your family, and cutting out those people in your life who are just like, I don't want to hear it. Or, you know what? I don't part care. Of the problem. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, educate. First of all, it starts with exactly. within. It, you have to self-reflect and then it starts with the home or, and then you go into the home base. So you talk to your family, you talk to your children, you have those conversations mm -hmm. with them and then you go outside and then do the things like voting, the uh, writing yeah. to your local offices, petitioning. Another thing too, I recently started, you guys know this, if you've been listening, uh, bookstagram mm -hmm. account, which is an Instagram account for solely for books. And I've been putting those, books out there and I've been reading a bunch of thrillers but guess what all the books that I've read majority of them at least have all been written by and about right uh, white people and it's hard like when you actually stop pause and reflect and mm -hmm. you're like how am I being a part of what's wrong and mm -hmm. you're like oh shit like watching certain movies and, and not you know educating yourself and not contributing to amplifying voices of people of color, mm -hmm. you know, black people. So it, it's hard. Like, I mean, I'm even like, Oh, about it. Like it's, it's, it's a, it's a very disturbing feeling. And so as far as, I mean, my reflections, I grew up in a very diverse area of Houston. Um, you know, I'm a first generation Latina and um, you know, it's, it, 
assimilating to the American culture was part of the way I was raised, unfortunately. Like it was, um, my mom didn't care to speak Spanish and, and it was just kind of like do what's right and just follow the ways and just kind of. Because you wanted to conform to. Exactly. Just society and what was accepted. And so sadly, like a lot of those beliefs, um, you know, are rooted in racism and, and that's not an excuse at all. So recognizing some of this stuff and redefining things that I've you know, been taught growing up in regards to black lives, I had to check myself. Like, um, I hate saying this, uh, there was a point a few years ago where I even wore braids. And so saying that, like, it's, it's, it's hard because I had no idea about the cultural appropriation aspect of that. So just, I had to constantly like reflecting has been, has been hard, you know, um, you know, things, certain narratives about, um, black people that, you know, I grew up listening to is just, you know, it's, it's been hard to admit that it's, it's part of racism. Mm -hmm. And so I know a lot of Latinos, um, in a lot of families are like, oh, you know, don't date a black guy or, or fear, have fear of the black man, or, you know, just, it's just horrible things. And so for me, it's been extremely uncomfortable because, you know, being called out for this is, is, is part of what you need to do if you truly trying to become an ally and admitting that you've been a part of the problem. So that for me has been really, has been really hard. Cause I'm like, okay, so I need to reflect on how things have um, been taught to me so that I can redefine it and to be a better person, to be in a better uh, ally. So absolutely. And at the end of the day, all black people want is they don't want revenge and, mm-hmm. and they could easily go and yeah. seek that. What they want is equality. Exactly. They want fair pay. They want fair opportunities, just like their white counterparts. And for, for people listening that are kind of confused about like, oh, well, you know, they, they have opportunities. They have chances. Not really, guys. Like these marginalized communities, uh, they've been oppressed. Uh, we've lived in systems that were created by white people to be successful, that's their housing, that's healthcare, schools, even like simple things like restaurants and groceries. They're all systematically placed based on race and socioeconomic status. So not everyone has access to these things. That already there alone is is unfair. It's unjust. Yeah, yeah 100%. And I mean, there, there, there's so much to learn um, on, on our end, on my yeah. end, from white people. And a lot of people out there are saying all lives matter or I have a black friend or but people of color can be racist, too, or I'm colorblind. I don't see people. I think, color. honestly, if you're saying that you need to check yourself yeah. hard. Thing is, though, people are they're saying that and they truly believe that's not that me being racist. Yeah, Instead, person. we need to unlearn that and we need to learn how to be anti-racist. Exactly. That's. And, it's, and it starts with reflection 100%. before you can teach your kids how to be uh, anti-racist, how to be allies. You need to look at what you've done wrong. It's and a hard how are you pill contr- even like swallow. the things that we're showing our children. Yeah. Are we including diversity? Right. Are we teaching them? Hey, this friend, you're, you know, look at your friend. They're beautiful. They're, you know, they're different from you. Yeah. Are you teaching them these things? So for me, it was like, man, like I have to learn so much. So it's, it's, I'm, I'm glad that we can, um, you know, learn from this hundred percent. And that's the thing, like you're in your own little world, you're in your own little comfort zone of, okay, you're, you're posting whatever you want to post on social media. You're having these conversations prior to, and then all of a sudden this happens and you're like trying to defend yourself. Well, I don't see color and 
that wasn't my attention and I'm not racist, but you need to go from that to the learning zone. And you, like I said, you need to unlearn everything and you need to relearn. And the biggest thing right now that we can do is, is listen, Mm -hmm. listen to what is being said. Don't defend your actions. Don't defend anything. Just listen. Mm -hmm. And from there, grow. Make exactly. changes moving forward. So don't give your, yourself the excuse of like guilt or whatever. Just listen. We need to amplify their voices, hear them out. Another big thing um, that, you know, we need to do is to create more space for Black people to amplify their voices. And we'll kind of give some um, some examples here in a bit. But also, um, it's not Black people's responsibility to educate ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's not. That's the like, biggest thing yeah, right now like that you, I keep hearing Yeah, from like them. you were saying, like... This is their everyday life. You know, it's 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 freaking exhausting. Yeah. You need to to do your own work. And if you are, um, you know, getting your resources and stuff from people, uh, pay them, you know, pay mm-hmm. them for teaching you Support these them. things. Support yeah. them. Exactly. Uh, and then another thing, too, is like just learning the correct verbiages. Um, capitalize, you know, be when you say black communities, don't say minorities. You know, that's another way to. um what were we saying, Megan, to, to show that they're less than you don't, don't use that, you know, learn the correct things uh, to, to, you know, how to dress decolonizing the way we, you know, or the way we speak so mm-hmm. that we can empower these um, marginalized communities. Yep. So, um, and also uh, at least from, again, I, I'm going to be going back to this a lot because this is where I'm listening mm-hmm. more so. Um, from the black community is the bookstagrams community. So creating space for black people to amplify their voices. I mean, I've seen a surge in that happening. And last week there was this thing circulating on social media where it was like muted. So we could amplify those black voices. So mute white noise, amplify black voices. And that's Mm -hmm. been a huge thing um, across social media they've gotten the chance to get out there and just say what they need to say and educate, yeah, educate. I mean, they're, they're just, they need, they have gotten out there and, um, you know, been able to share what it is that they work on so we can support them yes. and support their cause and their I mean, organization. It's definitely their business. Got, yeah. It's definitely got me thinking of like, am I going to, you know, who am I going to support? So the other day I text you and Cass are, friend who we've actually became really good friends with, uh, via bookstagram. So I really, I love that community. But anyway, I had told you guys like, gosh, my way of thinking has really changed. It's like a veil lifted from your eyes. Yes. Yes. And now I'm like, wait, should I accept this advanced reader copy book from this author? Like, does he support the black community? Should I purchase this from this person? Do they have a diverse employee employee base? Yeah, you know. And so that's the, that's the way you should be thinking versus saying, "I'm not racist. I have a black friend." You know, what are you doing? Like we said, to support the community, yeah, and to you know just just contribute. So, um, with that, what you were saying, has there been any books that you've been um, listening to that have you know, hundred percent? I I 
ran out to Barnes and Noble, which I'm so grateful that they're open again. I just can't wait to go in there and smell all the books again. <laughs> anyway, I ran over to Barnes and Noble. Um, my kids came with me and I did like the curbside pickup, but I got stamped from the beginning, which is by Ibram Kendi. And he is an amazing author. He has been it's just an amazing book. It's a really thick book. I actually view it as a textbook. Um, it got a national book award winner. So again, it's called stamp from the beginning, the definitive history of racist ideas in America. And it literally starts <clears throat> from the beginning of how racism came About, to fru yeah. fruition, and the, the breaking down and of the it. breaking down of it. And the thing is, is like, I wish I had this book growing up in school. I wish this, I wish he was my teacher to understand what racism is from a black person, black person's point of view. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he makes, I mean, it's not, it's not a biased opinion at all. This is facts. History. This is history. Yep. This is what the basis of our country, our world has been based on. Like we said, how, how it's been rooted. Yes. So amazing book. He also has another book that's called how to be an anti-racist. And I actually ordered that it has been sold out, which is phenomenal, yeah. but it's been sold out. Uh, I had to purchase directly from the publishing company. So that'll hopefully be here soon. And then he has a new book coming out called anti-racist baby. And that actually will be out on June 16th. So in just six days, and that is actually a board book for children. So I'm very anxious to get that, read it to my children, continue educating them about being an anti-racist person. Yeah. I mean, even just um, how you're saying, you know, um, uncolonizing, because that's what it is, your mm -hmm. bookshelves, your kids' bookshelves, yeah. uh, the programs you watch. So I've, yeah. you know, recently done a bunch of purchases where I include all sorts of uh, races and things like that for my children to see that mm -hmm. as like, this is normal. This is beautiful. Look at their differences. Yeah. So supporting yeah. black authors that way too, exactly. uh, supporting people of color. But then not only that though, don't just read books about black people in like this anti-racist light um, or like what has been going on. Like another one that I'm reading is Dear Martin by Nick Stone. Mm -hmm. She's a female black author. Great Great read. It's a young adult. Um, but I was just telling you, Celeste, before About we started lives. recording, yeah, of how they are, of how a black person's, from a black man's perspective yes. of how he's perceived from society. So it's a really good book. Again, that's Dear Martin by Nick Stone. Um, but yeah. don't just pick up books like this. Pick up books that are written by black authors that are about a romance or a comedy, yeah. you know, in like a, a more positive light. Mm -hmm. um, and then moving to some movies. I mean, you guys seen lists everywhere about, you know, how to educate and just, again, uh, giving the point of uh, view from a black person. So the 13th amendment on Netflix is a good one. The hate you give is also a young, um, young adult uh, book and movie. Mm -hmm. So you guys can watch that. Yep. Just mercy is out Such. and it's free till it is on Apple TV right now. I think it's almost like everywhere too. Is it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I just noticed it on Apple TV and highly recommend June. that book, that movie. And I actually got the book cause I'm want to read it too another one we've seen actually uh, when it first came out was when, when they, they see us, us. Oh, oh god man, that's on guys. netflix and you need to watch it yeah that's heavy um but 
you need these to are, watch yeah, it. These are things that we need to be um, doing. This mm-hmm. is all part of, again, how you can become a better ally. So yeah. um Things that you can do uh, besides that. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go going ahead. back to movies. The other one, and it's not a movie, it's a series, and I think there's only eight, maybe six episodes in this, but it's the Khalif Browder story. Do you know what that's on? You, Netflix. Okay. I'm in the current. I'm in the middle of watching it, and it's heartbreaking. He's a 16-year-old, 16-year-old boy who it. You just need to watch it. But anyway, he's 16-year-old boy who black boy who ended up. Uh, getting accused for stealing a backpack, which never happened. And he got sent to Rikers. And that is probably the worst prison that anyone, especially a a a 16 year old can go to. But anyway, hundred percent need to watch that. Sorry. Yes. No, thank you for mentioning that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, so let's see here. Other ways to do, obviously um, we've kind of already, the whole point of what we were saying is self-reflection truly, you know, get uncomfortable with it and, and, ref- and reflect on how you can do better, mm-hmm. uh, educating, then that comes with educating and talking to your kids and spouse, mm-hmm. broadening your circles, you know, do you have, um, black friends? Are you, you know, including the diversity? Are you, you talking know? with them about this? Are you listening, listening. to them? And it's, uh, so going to that, I saw something on social media and it was this question, mm-hmm. questionnaire almost of, in the past year, have you had a black person over to your house or have you hung out with a black person? Have you done this? Have you, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, that's crazy. And it's, it's definitely eye opening. Um, but I remember yeah. being like, okay, cool. And, and yeah, it's just, again, it's just, this is all it's, educating yourself. And, and but this has also have, has me reflecting on um, future schools because our boys aren't yeah. in school yet, but they will be soon. And that's one thing that I've always said, like, I don't want to just have, you know, all certain one race yeah. in my, you know, children's school. I yeah. want them to be, uh, you know, immersed in different diversities. So mm-hmm. that's another thing that I've been doing too for, yeah. for that. Attending protests guys. Um, my cousin recently went to one and she said that it was just amazing because it gave her, um, you know, the media is just showing us one thing, how everything's horrible and that like everyone's against everyone. And she said it was super empowering that uh, it was led by black people and that they, their voices were, you know, amplified by just them leading it. And they, you know, gave speeches and she said that it was just, it was just an amazing experience. So, uh, and obviously if you go, make sure that you, you know, protect yourself and you're safe out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Voting is huge. I mean, I'm not Mm going to lie. Like I've been thinking about all these things, you know, before all this. And, and it's just, now I can finally say that, like, I'm not afraid to be like, Oh, you know, stepping on people's toes, like wrong is wrong. And, and, and I knew that like I needed to do something. So voting um, was something that I, you know, started doing and, and, and it's so important guys. So go out there. Cause that really is how we make changes as well. Yeah. Supporting black owned businesses. Mm-hmm. There's an app actually that a couple apps that I have downloaded and one of them is called black nation and that will help you figure out in your area what the black owned businesses are that you can support and shop at. Another one for restaurant specific is Eat Okra. So those are two awesome apps that I've yeah. discovered. Thanks and of change. course, those are brand, they, well, they seem like they're brand new. I don't know when they were released, but I know that they're continuing 
continuously updating the areas. Yeah, and continue to research, guys. Mm-hmm. Research, research, research. Read uh, everything. Yeah. Um, again, emailing your local offices, police departments, defunding the police department. Um, you know, is a way we can continue to. You know, we can't have these systems yeah, in place anymore. It, this is we ridiculous. need to dismantle. Yeah, institutional racism. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then let's see here. Also, a couple, well, I I do want to mention a couple of websites too. So for petitioning purposes, colorofchange.com. I know I mentioned it earlier, but I want to mention it again. Campaign Zero. Campaign Zero, yes. Yes. And and then what's really cool, so if you guys have ever heard of Linktree, which is essentially one website where you go that houses a bunch of different links. Mm -hmm. So this particular website called blacklivesmatter.card, that's C-A-R-R-D.co, that particular website will list out a bunch of resources as yeah. well. Yeah, um, and that's that's amazing because people are out there. I mean, the one that's most popular going around right now is created by a 17-year-old. So that, that is incredible. Yeah. So uh, she's put together a bunch of links, which include these uh, mm-hmm. and more Um spots for donating, you know, just educational links. So make sure that you guys are checking those out. Um, And then I think most importantly, too, is just being an everyday fighter of, you know, injustice. And that's the thing, you know, you cannot be like, okay, two weeks, I've done this, I'm good, boom, moving on. No, this has to be, it's it's not a moment, it's It's a movement. You need to continue that momentum. And it's going to go longer than a day, a week, a year. It's going to be your entire life, period. If this is what you want to do, and this is your work as an ally, this is what needs to be done. Which is what you should do. And yes. You know, it's it's what we all need to be doing because, yep. again, the fight for injustice, it's... And equality. Exactly. Yeah. Um, another huge thing, I mean, I currently don't work, so yeah. for you, you've put together some things yeah. um, at the workplace, which you can do. Yeah, and I, I do want to call out my work recently had a town hall for our North American employees, and it was led by our diversity and inclusion chief uh, officer. And she is a black woman and she had black men and women on who are all employees of the company I work for. And it was a much needed conversation. It was great because despite it being in a corporate setting, it was not fluff. It wasn't like, oh, I have to censor myself because you're in a corporate yeah. setting. No, this was real. This They all shared their own personal experiences. And one person in particular had had said, we need to have pay equality. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And, and everyone in the chat rooms, because of course this is all virtual, everyone in the chat room was just going nuts and being like, congratulations, you're awesome, amazing, keep it up. So huge amounts of support. I thought that that was amazing that our company did that and that our president of North America division, who is white, had sent out a a white male, had sent out an email about this and addressing it up front. I think that's awesome. Um, We have a really big diversity and inclusion chapter in the company, not just North America, but worldwide. And I, after being part of that town hall, I felt even more proud to be part of, to be an employee of this company. And so different things that you can look at from your workplace perspective is if there aren't many people of color or black people at your workplace, question that and urge them to make those changes. Why isn't this happening? If you have a diversity and inclusion line of business, go to them. 
ask them how you can be an ally. Um, join the, DN- the DNI, it's Diversity Inclusion Group at your work. Join the Black Employee Network if they have that. If they don't, create one. Create an employee group, that employee network group, if there isn't one available. Become an, an ambassador for one. I just became an ambassador for D- DNI. Um, and check out your corporate social responsibility group. So how you can pledge for social justice, how you can volunteer, how you can donate to any of the causes that your company is associated with, any anything like that, that will help. And another big thing too is being an ally is like how we said, it's everyday work. So a part of this too is um, even when dealing with microaggression, you know, stand up against that. Like uh, that's basically fake, nice comments um, that they're basically assumptions of racist stereotypes. Can you give an example? Yeah. Um, you know, oh, wow, you have pretty hair for a black girl. Things mm-hmm. like that, that. Or you're smart for a black person. Yeah. Or... All that stuff is How about racist. just, oh, you're really pretty. Yeah. You're really smart. Period. Yeah, exactly. So if you guys hear people, um, coworkers, things like call that. Call them shut, out. Yeah, call it out and just shut it down, man. Like, And uh, you don't need to be rude about it, but just, hey, man or girl or woman or, hey, <laughs> I really don't appreciate this. Yeah. It's everyday work that we're continuing. I mean, Megan and I are still learning. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm definitely, it, it's been hard. It's been hard to admit how you've contributed to it, but in order to create a better, um, you know, just future, especially for our kids, you know, mm-hmm. it starts with that and then moving forward on how you can do better. So, um, you know, we kind of, we're going to end with uh, not being racist isn't enough. So we have to be anti-racist. We need to be speaking up and demanding representation just to empower uh, Black voices. Yep. I do want to point out, too, within these last couple of weeks of these protests that have been going on, some good has come of this. And a lot of, I mean, this is only a short list yeah. of multiple things that have come out of this. So first, Minneapolis commits to dismantling its police. Big reforms pledged in New York City. Confederate statues toppled across the country. Reddit co-founder resigned to make room for a black candidate. A database has been set up to record police brutality at the protests. And that's that's just a yeah, short like list. Two weeks. Yeah, there's, exactly. there's way more that's been happening. So keep this momentum going. Keep this movement going. Exactly. And continue to amplify um, you know, the black community voices yep. and just being everyday uh, ally ally yeah mm-hmm. so we hope that you guys are using your voices and we'll see you guys on the next episode yeah thanks for listening thank you bye bye